Hello and welcome once again to Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. I am Chris Levine and I will be your host again this time around. The topic for today is is something that we all probably do sometimes and we definitely have also experienced it sometimes. Now it may be something that's accidental and not done maliciously or maybe because we're just passionate about something, but either way, Yes, sir. Hey, do you know you can toast Pop-Tarts? Hi, Harrison. Yes, I, I did know that. And scene. Ladies and gentlemen, the man who by design just gave us a dramatically wonderful introduction to our theme, the original, authentic, and atomic Cat Gomez, a.k.a. Harrison Levine. Thank you, sir. That was real nice. You're going to stick around? I guess. Oh, I guess so. Okay, yeah. great. So so what he just did to help me was to illustrate in an Academy Award winning display of acting excellence, interrupting. Now today we are going to tackle the, the psychology behind why we interrupt people and why they interrupt us. Now, all of us are guilty of doing stupid things, right? If we care, we try to watch our words. We don't want to hurt our friends or hurt our family when we love them, but we still do. Uh, one huge way that this can happen that is completely insult-free and has little to no maliciousness to it is by constantly interrupting. Now, truth be told, I have this problem. It's usually based on being passionate, but that doesn't matter. So I constantly interrupt my family and I do yeah. it all the time. What's yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, you do all the time. <laughs> when it comes to family talk, I am a hopeless yapper. I, I, yeah. In fact, one of the four federated states of Micronesia lying in the western edge of the Pacific Ocean lies where I should be from, namely the island of Yap. I should be the king of the island of Yap in this house. Now, I have no desire to disrespect, demean, or take away from my family speaking their minds. I love listening to them. So then why do I do this? Why do I interrupt? Well, let's spread this out. Why do people in general, most without any vitriol, interrupt other people? What is the psychology behind this tendency? Do you know? No clue. All right. Well, let's find out together. Now, a website called Social Pro Now covers this in a piece. Let's quote from it here. What? <laughs> It states, <laughs> while interrupting someone can make them feel offended, bad, and disrespected, this isn't usually the intention of the person who's interrupting. 
most of the time, people who interrupt a lot in conversations aren't even aware that they're doing it at the moment or don't know how it's making other people feel. See, interruptions are more likely to occur in heated exchanges when you feel nervous, excited, or again, passionate about something that you're talking about or the person that you're talking to. But ultimately, interrupting generally means that we're not listening, even if we think that we are. And that kind of puts it in, a, in another category, doesn't it? Now let's go pop culture here. Now, when this kid was young, I mean, he's still young, but when he was small, he and I used to watch a British cartoon named Fireman Sam. Here we go. Have you seen this cartoon? Now, I remember I, I watched it with him. I enjoyed it. Now, they remade this cartoon later, and the town didn't have any of their accents anymore, and that was kind of a jump-the-shark move for me. The accents just made the show charming. Jumping a shark? Yeah, have you ever heard that before? No. Okay, so like the Fonz on Happy Days, there yeah. was one episode where he was in a lake and they had him physically jump a shark on water skis. And people say, yeah, that's probably when the show became the most unrealistic. Okay. So so that's where that came from. Anyway, basically what, what, what Fireman Sam is about, there's a firefighting team that serves a little community in a fictional Welsh rural village. Now, one kid who lives in this village, his name is Norman Price. And basically, if Norman Price was never born, there would be like no fires in this otherwise quaint little place. Why? Because the kid never listens. He's not destructive on purpose most of the time. He just doesn't pay attention to any of the directions that he's given. So as a result, this little hellion got his head stuck in a gate rail. He gets trapped in a well and has started all kinds of fires and episodes that required helicopters and emergency teams to be put into motion. Now, I would watch this and I would think, when is this kid ever going to listen? Now, my point in bringing this whole thing up is that it's not just a hard thing to watch. But it's just as annoying when we feel someone in a conversation is not listening to us. And a big thing that may make us feel this way, you guessed it, when we get interrupted. Was it like a great white shark? I, I'm, still, I'm still thinking about the shark thing. <laughs> I'm not sure. That's a good question. I thought about it once. I once was like, hey, am I the Norman Price in the village that I call my family? Am I starting fires and creating potential disasters and upsetting the village by not listening? If I had him riding a shark, did you mean like he was like physically riding a shark? No, he jumped like a, the shark. The, the shark. Like, like evil can evil jumped. First of all, the shark was in a lake. Okay. Does that happen? Do sharks swim in lakes? No. I didn't think so. So again, the well, he, okay. So anyway... <laughs> let's say we are chronic interrupters, that that's our norm. Is that something we can change? Well, one website called A Conscious Rethink gives us some tips here. Uh, here's, here's one of them that I thought was good to share. Number one, practice active listening. 
Now, it notes that active listening is focusing intently on what the speaker has to say until they finish their thought. Like a hammerhead shark? <laughs> Many people do not practice active listening. Instead, they kind of skim the speaker's words while trying to think of the next thing that they want to say. Now, this is a problem for a couple of reasons. First of all, they're not really listening, and they may miss important context or statements that the speaker is making. Second, it makes the listener appear as though they're not engaged in the conversation. It's like a great white shark. Like like one of those huge, like one of those huge ones. Like Jaws? Yeah, yeah, like Jaws. Like so, like, could you imagine you saw Jaws? We talked about that on the 7208 podcast one time. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine Henry Winkler on on water skis jumping over Jaws? That would be hot. You know, just, just continue. Okay, another good tip. Number two, allow the speaker to continue if you do interrupt. I love this. It says you're going to mess up. You're going to fall back into that old habit and interrupt someone sooner or later. But it's okay, really. No one is perfect, so don't expect yourself to be perfect either. But consciously and verbally, stop yourself when it happens. Just say, I'm sorry for interrupting. Go ahead please go on, or something like that. Now, the habit of making that apology will help us to, to, to maintain better control over when we do decide to interject into the conversation. And it has the added benefit of communicating to the speaker that you realize that you made a mistake, you're in error, you're apologetic, and you give them back the floor to continue speaking. How do we know it was a shark? Well, I think they... I think they I think they showed it. I don't remember. Maybe they just showed a fin. It could have been a dolphin. That would have been anticlimactic. People swim with dolphins. Yeah, fawns jumping some dolphins. <laughs> awesome. That, that, that's, that's easier to think about. You know how sometimes like television shows merge with other television shows? Yeah. Like, you know, the, the cast member of this show will go on, on the other show. And or, it's like, kind of... or like three of the spinoffs from Happy Days. Yeah, or, or they would do that exactly. But they, but what would happen? Like, what if they did like a, a a crossover where they crossed Happy Days with Flipper, Flipper the show with the dolphin? Yeah. So like maybe that was Flipper in the water, and they but I don't know. So the third point: ask a friend to help you. Changing a habit obviously is hard work, but we can make the job easier by enlisting the help of a trusted friend or family member. Have them keep an eye on you and maybe give you a little nudge or inform you when, hey, you're doing it again. You're interrupting so you can better avoid it. Now, Frasier. Frasier is a spinoff, right? <laughs> That's right. Do you remember what it was a spinoff of? Cheers. Yeah, very good. I knew it. Now, we may, as was mentioned, not listen because we're distracted, either by our own thoughts, something external, whatever. I once heard a story. You're going to like this. It's about a person who gave a talk about a subject. And right before they started, they put on a little table next to the podium, a small statue of King Kong climbing the Empire State Building. Now, this had nothing to do with what this guy started talking about. But the point of his doing this was to see if anyone heard his actual words, or if they were fixated on the distracting statue. Maybe they were thinking about what possible connection it had to his words. 
Maybe it was just entertaining and that was distracting, but it served its purpose in illustrating what it meant to be distracted while someone is speaking. What if there's a spinoff of Seinfeld called like Costanza about George? I, I think that probably would have gotten pretty popular. Would you watch it? Probably. Yeah, I probably would too. Do you think that the uh, that any of the other cast members would be in it or would it be his parents or what? Probably like guest starring. Yeah. His parents probably would be in it. Yeah, I don't understand. With that in mind, let's close with this. If we are chronic interrupters, we have to learn to ignore the King Kong on the building statue, and we have to learn to listen to the speaker. Is it hard? Yes, but it can be done. You know, an excuse I often make, which it's true, but it's still an excuse, is that I have a short-term memory. I sometimes feel like if I don't say it soon, I'll never say it. I'll probably forget it. What if King Kong was in Seinfeld? Like in, in New York, since it was set in New York? Yeah. yeah. So like he climbed the Empire State Building and like um, Jerry Seinfeld was in the building. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what's King Kong doing on this building? I've come to this conclusion. Does the world or the person I'm conversing with need my quote brilliant take on everything constantly yes i'm being sarcastic but the answer of course not no life as we know it will still go on if i don't always contribute my two cents to a conversation remembering that not only will i interrupt less but i'll probably get closer to who i'm listening to and maybe i'll even become a better person by absorbing what they're imparting to me. Listen to this. You agree with me that there should have been a seventh season of Down Abbey, right? I don't watch that show. That's a you and your mom thing. Oh, okay. I, I do like the really old lady on it, though, because, you know. Agreed. She's she's not afraid to crack some skulls when she has to. <laughs> Before the pandemic, when we would drop off Harrison at school, I used to say every day, before he left the car do you remember remember what i used to tell you every day before you left the car if you don't it's okay it's been a while since you've been at home i don't remember i would tell him in one way or another to have a great day but then i would always say and for the love of all that is holy learn something it's great to acknowledge openly that that's not only great advice for a kid but for adults too and that would most definitely include me. So adults need to learn something in school? Absolutely. They need to learn something all the time. Everybody needs to learn something. We Like, like I learned today that you can toast Pop-Tarts. <laughs> That's right. Like seriously, I mean, like I, I'd get them out of the bag. I just eat them. I didn't know you actually had to toast them. Yeah. Yeah. You I, know, I thought it was like a quick, quick and go for a breakfast for school. You could eat them in the car ride, right? And everything. <laughs> we once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist to help you to just shut up and listen to some music. But toasting is a whole nother level. I mean, it's like more crisp. It's warmer, isn't it? Especially in so. cool weather, isn't it nice to kind of break the thing apart? And it's like it's like a little bit of smoke comes out of the middle and you see mm-hmm. the jam. What's your favorite flavor? Do you have one? I don't really have pop touch a lot i just learned you could toast them today so you don't eat them but you learn you can toast them and so now you're excited in yeah. case you do eat them someday yeah you said learn something so i did oh you know what 
You're, that's all I learned today. Outstanding. And you went to school. That's it, that's encouraging. Well, I didn't learn anything there, but I mean, I like, <laughs> chose pop tarts. We have for you this time around a refresher podcast called "Interrupting Hey World." Check me out playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in refresher podcast dash interrupting. Hey world, check me out. You have a long title, don't you think? It, it is, but you recognize the pop culture reference in this one? Do you know where that came from? What? Okay, I'll tell you after the list. Fun fact as well. I didn't do this on purpose, but I actually interviewed people, maybe five out of the 10 artists or bands on this list. I didn't do that on purpose. It just kind of happened. So track number one, an oldie with lyrics that are on point for this topic. The song is You Talk Too Much, and it's by Joe Jones. Now, I love the music on this, especially the drummer who totally creates a great, really great rhythmic feel on this thing. I tried to look up who the drummer was, but I can't find out. I, I couldn't find it. So if you know, please let me know. Did the Fonz like jump the shark like in his like with his bike or was it like no water skis? Or... He was on he was on a lake, which was apparently infested with sharks, and and he and he jumped them. I don't know why. I don't know what the purpose like, was of it like was. Salt water. I I don't know too many salt water lakes, but maybe that exists. I you know that's a good question. You know maybe okay, I'll look so... that up today after this, and then I'll learn something. That might be fun. So you did know you could toast pop tarts. That I did. Okay, I'm sorry. so sorry I didn't impart that to you. Track number two, Star Sailor. It's the name of the band. And the song is called Silence is Easy. And I, I interviewed their singer, James Walsh, a while ago. Number three, the song is Talk Talk by the group named Talk Talk. Could a thing be more perfect for this That's playlist? Yeah. <laughs> number four, Hush. Now, this is not the Deep Purple version, which is the original. This is the cover by Kula Shaker. Number five, Paul McCartney's band, Wings. So that's who that was. I told you I was going to ask you about who Wings were, and you never told me. Great. I learned two things today. Well, there you go. And the name of the Wings song is Listen to What the Man Said from their Venus and Mars record. Why do you think he named his other his next band Wings? Any ideas? I don't know, but why do you, what do you think? Like buffalo wings? No, he was a strict vegetarian because that's the first thing I thought. Wouldn't that be hot? It's just like, hi, what should we name the band? Hmm, these are really good buffalo wings. Let's go with that. What do you think? Maybe he likes birds. Birds? He likes birds? I don't know. Um, anyway, that was, again, off of their Venus and Mars record. Number six, some pop metal from the 1980s. The band was called White Lion, and the song is called Wait. I personally feel, and you can quote me on this, that the guitar solo on this song with its hammer-ons and pull-offs and tapping is one of the best melodic guitar solos ever recorded. It's just perfect. Vito Brada, their guitarist, needs to be known more than he is. Yes, it was very mtv Yes, it was very big hair. Yes, it was very pop metal. Hair. A little later than that. Fair enough. But but it's an outstanding guitar solo. Number seven is the band The Sonics with the song Shot Down. I interviewed their singer too. Cool story. Um, I, I had interviews with the Sonics singer Jerry Rosley, 
the same week that I interviewed Tracy Guns from the band LA Guns. Now, when I asked Tracy what he was working on, he said he was in a recording studio covering the song The Witch. Ironically, The Witch is a sonic song. I told him, that's interesting. I just finished interviewing the guy who originally sang that. And Tracy got super excited and said, tell him to get down here. Uh, long story short, I believe email addresses and numbers were exchanged. I don't know if anything happened from there. But that was a pretty cool thing. What if the Son what if the Sonics got hired to play at Sonic right when the Sonic movie got released? <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah. That would be pretty uh, that would be that would be a very ingenious marketing thing. Playing at Sonic the drive-in place with the ocean water? Yeah. Nice. And they had like a Sonic commercial like playing on the monitors in the back. Yeah, that'd be great. Like keeping Sonic on the brain. <laughs> Number eight, the song is Pause by Run DMC. Uh, I interviewed Daryl McDaniels uh, around the time that he made the documentary about his being adopted and finding his family. It was a cool, cool one. He's a cool guy. Number nine, Jane's Addiction with Stop. Original Jane's Addiction bassist Eric Avery had a great interview in him and was super accommodating, which I appreciated. And then finally, number 10, Tears for Fears with the song Listen. And I loved interviewing Kurt Smith, who was also a good guy when it came to hanging out with him for a little bit. Yeah, you got it. So that's our new playlist. Any, anyway, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. <laughs> Just type in refresher podcast dash interrupting hey world check me out did you get the reference yet hey world check me out it was from the john cusack movie one guess say say anything remember the principal said that at the beginning right before she gave her speech he says hey world check me out we would like to say thank you so much to all the listeners and all those that contribute to the Refresher program, we, we really care about you and we really are happy that you're here. This show would simply not exist without you. If you could all do me a favor and please continue to pass this podcast along with your friends, that would be awesome. Also, if you would like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, you can make a small monthly contribution just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. It could be as little as 99 cents a month. If you are so inclined, that would be great. But whether you do or whether you don't, just please feel free to listen and enjoy any time that you want. Harrison. That's okay. No. Hey, we are so happy you're here. Are you going to do these again? Will you? Can we see you again sometime? I don't know. I just came in and he told me to sit down. So yeah. Well, I'm glad that you did. That was and that was. Yeah, you brutally gun held. Told me to sit down and talk. Interrupt you. <laughs> Is that what happened? Yes. Really? Yeah. I pulled out. I physically pulled out a handgun and I held it to you. Where did I hold it? To your head? Or your chest? Both. Well, yeah, I had, yeah, two yeah, guns. had two guns. I had two guns, <laughs> just in case you didn't get the idea from the first one. I had a second gun. Now it's just like, dude, sit down. Is that what happened? Yeah, I came in here and I told you I learned anything about the pop stars, and then you, you grabbed the M 
MAD and held it to my head and told me to go sit down and talk on your podcast. So that's what I did. Oh, well, there you go. You know, you got to do what you got to do. You know, teenagers are hard to convince to do anything. Sometimes you need to be packing to make sure things get done. Like clothes packing? No, like packing heat, like holding some some ammo oh. to the chest and head of your kid with two separate guns. Oh, I just I just thought you meant like packing heat, like like you like get, got some coal lit it on fire and then threw it in. All right, all right, all right. What His voice is getting about? deeper, isn't it? All those that listen to seventy two oh eight, he's he's my little man is growing up. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. Until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher and Harrison Cat Gomez Levine. This is the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time. What, what if the old lady from Down Happy got a spinoff? What would you think that show would be like? Funny. Funny? You'd, like a comedy? You'd want it to be like, you'd want the lady from, from Downton Abbey, the old lady, to have a comedy show? Like like, like like a sitcom, like Seinfeld. That'd be awesome. Like slipping on banana peels funny or like, or like you know, witty banter. What would you witty say? Witty banter.